0: Hey, how's it going? I'm Nick, and I'm the host of the Echo Academy podcast, a podcast where we share tools and strategies that help make your life better. In this episode, we talk to Natalie Dow. Natalie is a fitness entrepreneur, content creator, and speaker, as well as influencer. If you follow Natalie on social media, you might already be inspired by her discipline and dedication towards keeping fit, and helping others to do the same. Today, I speak with Natalie to find out what it takes to be consistently disciplined, especially when the going gets tough. To find out more about Natalie, her work, or this episode, check out echo.academy forward slash natalie. That's e k h M Y forward slash n a t a l i e. So, without much further ado, Here's my interview with Natalie. Well, Natalie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So one thing I one thing I've really you know admired about you from afar is you know the immense discipline you have especially when you you've been working out and 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 being you know a role model for other people as well which I don't know is there is there a lot more pressure to perform now that you know a lot of people are watching you
1: Yes there are you know I feel well I feel like there there definitely is and I think you're more self aware of what you say and what you post, um, and what you might even comment on now. So I, I feel like it, you know, there's always someone wanting to pick out that weak moment, um, and amplify it. So I'm, I'm super thoughtful and careful with, um, with what I put out there whilst, you know, being genuine as well.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things when, when you become, you know, uh, like famous and, and, and popular, especially on social, you know, it's so easy for someone else to comment. But do you, do you also, I don't know. Cause I, I also, has, I've also seen some vulnerable posts where you shared, you know, the days where you, you're not feeling it and stuff like that. Um, so I guess in a way it's, it's easy if you're authentic, so to speak.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's what you know. I I've always prided myself on that. That you know what I say is is true. So it's easier if you're if you're truthful and don't have to think about you know telling a lie. Laugh. <laughs> it's like you what you see is what you get. Um, and I think showing a bit of vulnerability makes you more human to people as well because we're all going through the same thing no matter what and you know we all share the same challenges really so I think that just opens it up for people to feel more comfortable
0: yeah that's true were you all were you always you know very motivated and disciplined when it comes to fitness or was this something that you know was there a moment that kind of sparked this
1: yeah yeah, growing up, um, you know, I for as long as I can remember in my childhood, I always played sport. My parents played sport. So it was just part of who I was. And I played basketball at a very high level in Australia, uh, which, yeah, is a random thing because I'm not that tall. <laughs> um, and then, you know, then you're sort of finish school you're at university or you're in your first job and you know that all goes you know it changes different priorities but I always sort of just ran and and stayed fit and I was still that crazy person going out partying but getting up at 5am going for a run you know so there was always some sort of discipline there and it wasn't a competitive discipline it was just this is just a habit and this is what I do Um, so I think as I got older and into my 30s I think that discipline even, you know, took on another level and, you know, I am a big believer in discipline equals freedom. So you become disciplined and you know that that's part of your life and then you can make choices around that. It's a not negotiable for me.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting phrase, discipline equals freedom. Why, why do you say that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, people are are always stuck on, oh, do I choose this? Do I choose that? They're overwhelmed by making even the smallest decisions, whereas if it's a habit and if you're disciplined in doing it, that decision, you don't even make that decision. You just do it every day Um, and then it's done and then you move on to the next thing. So I think, um, you know, it, it takes the stress away from it almost,
0: Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. But when when you when you're really good at being disciplined, where, do you ever ha- have any of those off days where you know you just wake up and you're like, I'm just not gonna run today?
1: I do. You know, I wake up, that alarm goes off, and it's like, oh, I'd really like to sleep <laughs> right now, but I just don't. You know, it's really wow. it's. It's really ingrained in me because I know that in two hours' time I will feel terrible if I don't get up. So I I always think about the, you know, the after bit, not the doing bit. So how will I feel for the rest of the day if I don't get my butt out of bed and go for a run or do something? Um, So that outweighs the getting out of bed bit. Yeah, so for me that's, you know, I I don't think about the here and now I think, oh, how will I feel? Yeah, not great, so just get up and do it. And it's like a short-term pain. Once you're out there or once you're doing it, it's no problem and you know you're going to feel amazing afterwards. But it's that, yeah, you know, I'm human, it's, like six o'clock on a Saturday when that alarm goes off. I'm not really wanting to get
0: out of bed. <laughs> yeah, I can I can relate it. And, and I have I have a question based on my experience, I suppose, because sometimes I am compelled to because I I, I I did sign up for a, a, a high intensity training gym and I wanna work out before I go to work. But you know, when I wake up at six a.m, you know, my body and my muscles just don't feel like in their right space. And even though I know that I feel good after the exercise, I don't. That I, I feel that sleep is feels more valuable at that point of time. Do you have any ideas on like how I can rethink this?
1: Yeah, I mean, sleep is the most important thing and the most undervalued thing, without a doubt. Um, you know, you need to be getting seven to eight hours, um, and for me, I'm in bed to sleep by ten o'clock you know latest Um, but that's me and my body clock and if you're a a 1am sleeper then you can't just change to 10 o'clock you know immediately it's sort of little bits of changing your whole sleep pattern and I think in the morning as you said you don't feel as strong or you know it's harder to get going that's just normal so I think that's when you go okay well I'll still go but I know It wouldn't be as good as a lunchtime class, maybe because my body's not so warmed up. So you just, you know, you just do it at a pace where your body feels like it's working, but you're not, you know, you're not overexerting yourself or going to get injured. But yes, sleep without a doubt is uh, is the most important thing.
0: Yeah. So if, if I were to summarise, and I guess correct me if I'm wrong, it's almost like even when I wake up in the morning and it's really early. Uh, I just have to be okay with the fact that my performance wouldn't be as good as let's say if my body is all warmed up in the late afternoon or in the evening.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's okay. That's the same. I'll run in the morning and my time in the morning will be much lower than if I run in the afternoon. Um, but that's okay. So you just recognize that and and accept it and that's you know, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Well, what is your biggest obstacle when it comes to, you know, staying disciplined?
1: You know, I think like anyone, you know, everyone's like, oh, how much is food and how much is training? Food is 90%, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie. Food is everything. And so I think, you know, I, I struggle to, you know, I think everyone struggles with food at some point, you know, because the temptation is, is easy and you can't out-exercise a bad diet um so for me it's just being extremely mindful around food um and trying to keep it healthy during the week um and then on the weekends you know enjoying you know some treats or whatever it may be but not using that as an excuse for it to run across three days you know i think it's it's enjoy it and i and i'm a big believer in not beating yourself up if you've eaten something Sit down and enjoy it. You know, don't don't half enjoy it and think this is going to, you know, I'm going to feel terrible after this. If you're going to eat it, enjoy it and then just move on and go with something healthy
0: afterwards.
1: But, right. yeah, definitely food. But, you know, <laughs> I don't like food as much as everyone
0: else. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I, I, are you the type of person that, you know, counts calories or plans your meals in advance?
1: Yeah, I am. I count my macros. Um, because for me, I know what works and I have a food coach. So I'm a big believer in having people um, around you that are experts and I'm sort of a bit geeky and that I love to learn from other people that are specialists in their field. Even though I'm qualified, there's always someone better to learn from. Um, So for me, I eat nearly the same thing every day, Monday to Friday. Um, You know, So that takes out the guessing work for me. I actually enjoy it. Um, so um, it's not a, a hard ask. Um, and you know, that makes it much easier. So I, I think if people don't mind eating the same food or mixing it up with a couple of different choices, then that is the easiest way to stay successful.
0: Right. Yeah. I suppose it's also challenging uh, for you because, I mean, you have a family as well. And, um, when you plan, do you plan, uh, for the, the food for your husband and daughter as well?
1: Yes, yeah, so he is my husband's as pretty much as disciplined as I am in eating um so you know he he knows he does the same thing eats nearly the same thing every day, and my daughter you know the last thing I want is to have her have a bad relationship with food um you know she's a ten year old kid she should be enjoying it um sure. but she knows you know uh, back of a packet with calories and what's in food and has an understanding of how it makes her body feel. So if she has a treat, she knows it's a treat. Um, but, she knows she needs to eat good stuff as well. So, you know, she's she's pretty self-sufficient on choosing what she wants and choosing healthy meals. But, of course, you know, there's treats in there too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's ideal. It's, yeah. It, it's interesting because the reason why I brought it up is because um, it's there's, a, there's family involved and, you know, as your role requires quite a bit of travel as well. So, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily consider them distractions, but there's some element of distraction involved when there's so many other variables. So how do you keep your life in check so that you can maintain, you know, that sense of discipline and health and wellness?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, especially with something like travel, for instance, it's planning ahead, right? So, um, you know, I will pack protein bars i will I will be prepared, and even when I was in you know my corporate life years ago, I would be that person eating a protein bar in a meeting what you know well, everyone else is eating chocolate chip cookies um, <laughs> and, yeah and even you know down to the point where I know where the gym is, where I'm going, so I'll make sure I get there first thing in the morning, so just trying to have some sort of small routine um as part of that so it's not too distracted but you 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 can't over um analyze things and over plan things so i think there's a a piece that you need to be able to go with the flow and that's okay too but if you can my whole thing is if i can do something in the morning then whatever happens in the rest of the day happens and that's okay
0: Right. And I have a personal question in relation to that because uh, my wife currently lives in the U.S. So every three months I go and visit her. And every time I go, I'm so jet lagged for like three, four days. I'm so inactive and lethargic. How do I just get out of that rut and just, you know, do some form of active exercise, even though my body is just all over the place?
1: yeah I think getting outside is a good thing for that, even if it's just a walk outside. Um, you know the fresh air is fresh air is key to you know trying to get you into that. and hydration in that instance is certainly key. Water is not enough. You know it's like packing some proper hydration tablets that are going to get you through um is good. And for me, I always try and avoid eating on the plane, you know, or I'll pack protein bars or I'll just have fruit or something just because you get off the plane feeling much better and your body adjusts to local time much better.
0: Right. Why Why? why do you Why do you not eat on the plane?
1: On the, I just think the food, doesn't matter what class you fly, the food is, you know, it's prepackaged. It's been sitting there for a while or I'll eat salad or I'll eat something, but I will, you know, I will have a, you know, some bars or something that I've packed myself because um, right. I know you bloat, uh, you know, you bloat, you feel terrible, you you know, your body's already in stress. So if you can take some stress away from it um, and then land and if it's morning time, have a breakfast where you are or go and have lunch where you are and get your body straight into routine with, you know, with food once you've landed.
0: Got it. Yeah, it's well- so t-
1: Sit there and eat the chocolates and the snacks and the biscuits, and everything. But um, it does, uh, you know, I really feel that that is a, a massive game changer.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll definitely do that and try it because uh, I, I, it's true. I, I'm not actually hungry when I'm on the long haul flight to the US, yeah. but um, I just feel like time passes. A little bit faster when I'm just in the process of eating, giving my food back, you know. So yeah, maybe I'll I'll try something a little bit more healthy now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I have, I have a question. I mean, because when it's it's one thing, you know, to be really disciplined and you know to to work out and 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 really feel good, but it's it's another thing completely to 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 have it complement your busy schedule especially when you're in a traditional nine to five job how how should we be thinking about programming in our health and wellness so that we can actually be i don't know more productive and more successful in taking care of our health as well
1: yeah i mean i think with everything going on in the world people are realizing that health is number one before anything. So if there's anything good that's come out of this, it's gonna be a lot a lot more people that are a lot more healthy. Um so I think the shift in that is great. And and you know, I think people come up with excuses not to make time. Um and you know when I'm talking to people and they say, you know, oh I can't do that. Well I'm like, okay, we'll just call it out and say you're not willing to give up half an hour a day to do that but you need to be honest with yourself so you know for me I'm like I said I'm a, I'm set your alarm half an hour earlier and go for a walk you know there is always 30 minutes during the day that we can do something, Um, you know, and I think we spend on average about four hours a day on social media, you know. So (laughs) put the phone down, go for a walk just from a mental health point of view as well, you know. So or do it with your family. Make it part of a family habit um, or your spouse or whoever it may be or a friend, but just try and build healthy habits so it's not a, oh, God, I have to go and do this. It's, okay, well, my default is, no, let's not catch up for lunch. Let's go for a walk and grab a, a smooth step of sitting down for a big meal. Um, but I think, you know, everyone has 30 minutes a day that they can dedicate time to. And even if it's a workout at home and you're not leaving your house, um, there's always something you can do.
0: Right. Uh, and I, I don't mean to go off a little, but uh, you mentioned the word habits quite a few times in this uh, in this uh, discussion. Um, how do you? Is there something you can recommend for us to build some form of health habit? You know, and and be successful in it.
1: Yeah, you know, I think the term, you know, and all those memes that are out there about motivation and stuff. You know, I I don't really believe that it's motivation it's habits that get us healthy um and so i think people you know when they decide they want to change something too much so my advice is always change one thing a week that's it You know, so is it just getting up 30 minutes earlier and going for a walk? Is it not having that can of Coke at lunchtime? You know, is it going to bed an hour earlier? But just pick one thing. Don't try and change your whole life in one day and do that for a week, then add one more thing and then do that for a week. So you're actually feeling like you're succeeding at changing some things and you see the benefits immediately around that and they're measurable and you're feeling better so i think that that would be my number one recommendation for everyone
0: right Natalie, it's funny because I, uh, you've kind of said like a trigger word because I love Coke so much. And <laughs> it's so hard to give it up even though I try. I mean, there's so many things that I've made like positive changes and, you know, I've seen the benefits. But there are some things that are just so much harder to, to give up. Do you have any? Don't examples know, you,
1: you don't. You know what? I think everyone's scared of what you take away. And maybe, you know, you have your Coke on weekends. You know, you don't have it every day, so you know that you've worked really hard for five days and the treat on the weekend is to have, you know, to have your can of Coke on Sunday. I mean, I think people get scared because they feel like you're going to take everything away, but actually you can still have it, but just think
0: about how you have it. I I feel better already. (laughs) Well, uh, final question. And I think this is, I wanted to end it off with this because I think it's the most important. Um, How do you personally ensure you make enough time for, you know, your family and self-care as well? Because I know someone like you, you really push yourself to the limit when you're trying to be successful in your career and your exercising. So how do you really be holistic about this?
1: Yeah, it's uh, my whole my whole mantra, I guess, is quality, not quantity. So for me, you know, my training sessions are long when I'm training for an ultramarathon. You know, you're out there for four hours running for a, a training session. Uh, so for me, I'll get up extra earlier and do that. Um, but then when I'm with my family and my daughter, I'm 100% present. I'm not on the phone doing something else. Um, you know, our family time is our dedicated family time. So I think instead of, you know, half doing something, you've got to give 100% to whatever you are doing at that moment in time and you put that down and then you go on to the next thing that you're doing. So I think people, you know, beat themselves up because they're trying to do five things at one time but just pick one thing at a time and do that well. Um, and then move on to the next thing.
0: Got it. Quality of a quantity and being yeah. present in the moment. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for taking this time to to just have a chat with me. And you know, I think our listeners would really gain a lot of insight um, if they're interested in finding out about you and how you know what's the best way to reach out to you or to find you on social. To
1: find me? Yeah, social. Um Rockstar Arms is my handle on Instagram and Facebook and that's the easiest way. And if anyone has any questions, they're always welcome to uh, draw me a line and answer all of, all of the messages I get. So, you know, please, uh, please reach out.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Natalie.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.